everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl Podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Friday to you all. I hope that you're having a fantastic day, whether your day is just beginning, in the middle, or towards the end. I hope that it's just been fantastic and that it's going well and that you're really excited for the weekend because here we are, folks. We are right on the precipice of the weekend, which I love and I really need. I really need a break. It's like the first time that I've been like really, really, really wanting the weekend. Um, just because my life is so busy right now, I just want a little bit of a break. So anyway, um, yeah, I hope that you're having a good day. And, um, if you're having a hard day, I always encourage everyone to do the five minute reset, which is to take at least five minutes to be by yourself. And it uh, gives you an opportunity to restart, reset, um, come back to baseline and just begin your day again. It also gives you the opportunity to, um, lay down your burdens, you know, take a break from any sort of issues, troubles, problems that are just weighing on you that are causing you more harm than good. Um, and then if you are facing a problem head on where you are having significant issues with someone else, you can take time to problem solve that so that after your five minute reset, you can walk away with a resolution for that problem. I always encourage everyone to make a list of at least four items that you are grateful for. And those can be really big things, small things, or medium-sized things. It doesn't matter what it is. You can be grateful that you found uh, your new favorite hot sauce. You can be grateful that you were finally able to get like 12 reps in into an exercise as opposed to 10 that you were stuck at. You can be grateful for um, the rain finally coming wherever you live and fall um, setting in to where you live, which I'm super excited about. It hasn't fully hit here, but it's, it's making its way. Um, so you can be grateful for so many different things and that's the beauty of it, that it'll be a never ending list of things you can be grateful for because you can be grateful for virtually anything. So make that list of four things. And then before you leave your five minute reset, um, make sure that you are feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day so that you cannot pass along your bad mood to anyone else but also you just have a mindset shift and perspective change because you took the time to list a bunch of things that you're grateful for and that makes you happy and um, that should really help you to focus in on the positive amazing things that you're that are happening in your life despite your problems and by doing that you will also um, be able to ride out that rough storm a little better by po- focusing on those positive things as opposed to the negative. So try that if you're having a hard day, but I do truly wish that you are having a fantastic day. And um, just a reminder that this week we are talking about the top 10 mental health tips. And um, every day I'm going through a different topic because I just thought it'd be like a fun way to engage in a couple different um, mental health sort of topics and just give the top 10 tips that I think would help you get through those things. And today, Friday, we are talking about handling anger. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. I thought it would be good to end the week with tips on how to handle anger. I guess I left the most aggressive one for the end, but it can be helpful to remember these tips when you are in a tizzy. So number one is to think before you speak. This is something I've been trying to remind myself before I say anything, really anything at all, but especially when I'm upset and angry. You know, if you are able to train yourself to count to five or ten before you actually 
let anything go out of your mouth, especially if you are feeling like your blood is boiling, if you're feeling angry, you're feeling stressed, I would encourage you to take a moment and really think about what you were about to say, what you were about to um, put out there for other people to hear, to receive, to understand, and know that they may not understand. So that's why you need to take that extra 10 seconds and think about what you're about to say and how that could affect yourself and the people that are around you or the people that you're interacting with. So I feel like it's a really easy and helpful tip to really try to practice thinking before you speak because it also might help you not regret saying or doing anything and not hurting anyone's feelings. And I'm not saying we have to walk around on eggshells worrying about other people's feelings, but you know what I mean? Like you will less likely to hurt someone and you are more likely to, um, maybe take back something that you know should not be said in in the company that you're in or just in the situation that's happening. You know what I mean? Number two is to take a time out. So if you truly feel like you cannot keep any negative words to yourself, take a moment away uh, to yourself to calm down. So if you are at like a social event and someone does something or something happens or maybe a lot of times what happens to me is I get angry because I'll get some sort of message or call or information from someone else that someone else, another person did something wrong or rude or something bad happened. And so I'm boiling with anger that has generally nothing to do with the people that I'm with and I don't want to ruin their time. So if I'm able to step outside or just step away or go to the bathroom and just take a quick little mental break so that, you know, you're not um, letting all of your, that steam just boil up in front of everyone and they feel awkward or they feel like they don't know what to do if they're not really good with like conflict resolution or problem solving or just soothing anyone going through a rough time. So just go ahead and find a opportunity to take a moment to to breathe, to think it through, to count to 100 if you need that to help you calm down and just realize that if you aren't in a position to handle the issue right then and there, then you need to try to shelve it in your mind and come back to it when you can and try to enjoy as much as you can of wherever you are and whatever you're doing if that is impossible, which I totally understand because sometimes things bad things happen and you just cannot shift your mind to a different place temporarily, then you just need to excuse yourself politely and then go try to take care of it. But give yourself a little bit of a timeout anyway before you go deal with it so that you don't carry all that extra anger out on someone else or the road or, I don't know, whatever else on your journey back to where you need to go to solve the issue. Number three is to make sure you're using statements that identify your feelings, not theirs. So using I statements like I am feeling like this and I felt like you you did this and I feel like this is what happened. So I statements like that are important when you are sharing how you're feeling and how whatever happened has affected you. So as opposed to being like, you made me feel this, you did this to me, you caused this, because you're really accusing people of things that could not be true. Um, a lot of times with our emotions, we want to blame someone else because it's the easy way out. And we also feel like um, when we're hurt that that people are out to get us, that our people are trying to bring us down when in reality, it's how we decide to receive information. It's how we decide to um, use whatever feedback people give to us, even if it is negative and mean and rude. It's our decision of what we do with that and how we use it and whether we actually accept it or we just reject it. So a lot of times if someone is rude to you and you decide to take it a negative way, Unfortunately, that is up to you and 
yes, they probably should not have done what they did, but there's nothing you can do about it now. And you just need to realize that you are in control of your emotions and how you feel about things. And you need to take that control into your hands and you and, and manage it to your best of your ability so that it doesn't just run away with itself. Do you know what I mean? So you need to use I statements when you're talking about how you're feeling. Do not accuse anyone of making you feel a certain way because no one has the power to do that. Um, and if they do, you're still honestly letting them, you're letting them overpower your mind with their psychological, um, ways and abilities. And a lot of people are good at manipulation, but you can also, um, build up strength to be stronger than that so that you aren't, um, being taken advantage of or being taken over by them trying to, um, play psychological games and warfare with you. Do you know what I mean? So just make sure you're using I statements though, when you're talking about how you're feeling and how you feel something went over and how something affected you. Number four is don't pretend you aren't angry. Hiding your anger is not going to help the situation or make anything better. Just deal with it as soon as you can. Move through your feelings and move forward. So let's say someone does offend you and um, don't just like, there's a fine line here where you don't want to just sweep it under the rug and pretend like it didn't happen, but you also don't want to blow up and just have a big thing happen. So you want to acknowledge that that made you upset, that made you angry, that has caused you to feel however you're feeling and that you don't appreciate it um, and then figure out what you're going to do from there. Do you need to take a time out first? Do you need to, do you want to just jump into like conflict resolution and talk to them about it, into the confrontation? Um, do you just need to take a, a take like take a longer time out, you know, um, do you need a moment to regather yourself? Do you want to do a different activity in general and then come back to it? Uh, but you really need to don't pretend that you aren't angry. Don't just try to hide it. It's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for the person. If it, if it was someone that offended you, you need to just be honest and open about it, but calm and reasonable as well. <laughs> Number five is to try to learn your warning signs. This is a really big one. You know, it's it's uh, very relatable to when I always tell you to figure out what triggers you have in certain situations or around certain people or whatever it is so that you can kind of um, mitigate how you're going to feel or how you're going to react or um, how a situation is going to go if a trigger, if something does trigger you. But yeah, learn your warning signs. So if you're able to identify when you are about to get angry, it will be a lot easier to get yourself calm or figure out what's wrong and move past it sooner. Um, and warning signs that you're about to be angry could be pounding heart, uh, sweating, clenched hands, raised voice, or just being snappy with people. So it's important to identify what warning signs that you feel that you have right up before you're about to um, get to your anger stage as opposed to just being irritated or annoyed and maybe try to like get in the way of that so that you don't reach full anger um, especially if your anger is very uh, volatile which it can be um, I know mine used to be uh, really bad so I would have to like be very aware of like oh my gosh this is about to reach its head I need to steer myself in a different direction so I can calm this down and come back to it with a level head to figure out what's going on or what's causing this to happen. So just make sure that you maybe um, next time you get really angry, just uh, keep an open mind of what kind of warning signs there could have been or maybe someone that's close to you that spends time with you can help you identify what those are so you're able to uh, use that to your advantage. Number six is to channel the energy into a workout. A lot of times getting into some sort of workout will, will release 
will help you release or even mentally work through your anger. It can also provide you with a clear mind to deal with the issues calmly and reasonably. Anytime that I've been super angry and I have an opportunity to work out, I will go do that. I like to go on a run. I like to um, really just push myself during um, my weight training times. Um, I've had that happen recently where I was so angry. I'd gotten something in the mail and I opened it and I was so angry about the outcome and it didn't work out the way that I anticipated. Um, and I just, I went and I did my workout and I pushed myself so hard and I got all of that energy out so that when I did come home and I had to call someone, I wasn't yelling and screaming at all. I wasn't even super terse on the phone. I was just more of like direct and short and like, hey, we need to figure this out. Why is this? Why is that? You know, it just kind of like releases that initial energy that you have um, that can cause you to be a little bit out of control and more volatile. And if you're able to squash that or work through that and then come back to it and deal with it, then you're going to come back to it a little bit more level-headed. Also, usually for me, at least personally, when I'm working out, I'll be like thinking about it, thinking it through different, a few different ways, which might sound a little obsessive. It generally isn't, it can be, but it generally isn't. And then it allows me to kind of think through like my thought process of how I'm going to uh, deal with this problem, different ways it could go, how I can attack it from different options. And, and then uh, use those ideas when I get back to the dealing with whatever caused me to feel angry. Number seven is to do something you immensely enjoy. You know, another way to take your mind off of your initial burst of energy and craziness you may feel when you are just beginning to feel your anger is to do something you really, really, really enjoy. Whether that be a hobby you love, taking your dog for a walk, you know, drawing in those adult coloring books or dancing, you know, if you like to just like throw some music on a bus to move, just choose something you know you always have a great time doing and change your mindset for a bit to gain a different perspective on what you're feeling. So it's just another tactic of a tactic of being distracted, but by doing something that you know you truly always enjoy. Maybe it's even video games, maybe it's writing in your journal, maybe it's um, you know, going on a run, maybe it's back to the fitness thing, you know, what reading a book, whatever it is, I encourage you to do it. If you're having a hard time um calming yourself down from the anger that you're feeling so that you can do something that's positive, that's really super enjoyable and that will help turn your mind um, in your thought process a different way so that you can deal with this anger more calmly and uh, it's it's just a suitable ideal for mindset that you're you would be in by calming down you know initially and just really being able to um, pump in some positive emotions and then go back to the negative and be able to balance it out Number eight is confrontation can work too. I'm definitely a confrontation person. I know that there's a lot of people out there that are not, which is fine. Um, but I do not, I'm not afraid of confrontation. I'm, I don't generally cower down. Um, I can't say that I always in that way. There's definitely been times where I have cowered, but I do like confrontation because I feel like it really takes a responsible and direct mind uh, to to go to someone and talk to them and not be afraid to express um, really high level emotions and really dig into real honest thoughts and feedback to someone uh, regardless of how it's going to make them feel and how whatever they could say could make you feel. So I just say if your anger is towards someone that has wronged you, I think it would be fine to speak with them about it. But 
you must do it calmly. You have to come to it calmly. You can't come to it with that hot head of anger because you're not going to solve anything that way and you're not going to be rational and you're not going to really think through what needs to actually happen. Um, if you are able to have a conversation without raising your voice, saying ugly or accusing words, then talk to the person about how you feel and figure out what needs to happen to move forward. Number nine is talk with someone you trust about why you're angry. So sometimes speaking with someone, whether it be a friend, a part, and a partner or a counselor can help you put everything out in the t- on the table and figure out what you're truly feeling, you know, um, if it's deeper than the surface anger you're experiencing and figure out a solution from there. So sometimes, a lot of times actually, uh, the thing that we are angry about on the surface is not necessarily truly what we're angry about deep within, you know, the surface level anger is just a cover. It's just the thing that set us off. You know, it's just the cherry on top of the sundae of what is truly bothering us, what is truly causing us pain and hurt and anger. So um, if you have the opportunity and you're in your feel comfortable doing so, I would say talk to someone that you trust so that you can go through what you're feeling, what that means, what's actually happening deep down inside, how you can create um, a plan to recover from that, to feel better, to work on that, and to move forward. Moving forward is one of the most important things. You do not want to just sit on it, which brings me to number 10. Our last point is don't hold grudges don't hold grudges. Don't allow yourself to be taken hostage by your own bitterness developed from allowing the negative feelings to crowd out any positive ones. And that's what you would be doing if you're holding a grudge. You're holding on to those negative feelings like they are your best friend, like they are the only thing that matters as opposed to um, providing someone, blessing them with forgiveness and moving forward and realizing that it's not going to help anyone, especially you, to continue to harbor those negative feelings and emotions towards that person Um, and then you just feel sick and terrible for however long you decide to hold on to it you know what I mean choose to forgive and move on you know not that I finally you know I've said this phrase already I tried to say this phrase already once this week and I've tried to say it many times in the past but finally looked it up so not forgiving is like drinking poison and expecting the offender to get sick and die yes that's a prayer afraid paraphrased version but there's all the paraphrased versions out there but yeah so you know you think that by holding these grudges by feeling so mean and angry at them that that's going to affect them when really it's not like maybe you know it's sad for them because they're not going to be your friend anymore they're not going to be close to you or be able to work with you but that's not really going to truly hang a a dark cloud over their head for the rest of their life like the one that you are imposing on yourself so you have to consider that But instead, it will always be you because you're the one choosing to hold on to the offense and the pain. You're the one that's going to feel sick and feel like you're dying inside because you're holding that grudge so tightly that nothing else can permeate the surface. So you need to like loosen up, let it go and realize that you just need to move forward. And yes, I understand. Forgiveness is really, really hard. I understand that. I truly do. Um, But if you don't learn to forgive other people, you'll have a miserable life. I promise you, because you'll have grudges lined up from here to the end of the world and you'll never want to like trust anyone or, or care about anyone or open your heart to someone and you'll always like refer back to the negative experiences and not take chances um, in fear that those negative um, instances will repeat themselves. You have to just forgive them and let it go. So 
Well, that's it, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, my name is Sabrina. I really hope that you enjoyed this week talking about the top 10 mental health tips. Um, if you have any feedback on that, you know, you check the description box for my Instagram handle, which is at Real Positive Girl Podcast, or you can come uh, send me an email, uh, which is down there in the description box as well, or come visit me on my website, which is sabrinajoy.com. And um, yeah, I hope you have a fan fantastic weekend really enjoy it have some downtime get some things done and just feel coming feel good coming back on monday but until next time have a good one and i'll see you next time bye guys